I'm Erin Gleason, creator of The Forest Feast, and you're listening to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Good Stuff. Welcome back, episode number four of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's going to be a good one today. We have a very, very special guest, the Forest Feast herself, Erin Gleason, joins us. You may notice some popping and cracking mildly in our interview, but no worries. You still hear every very, very awesome thing that Aaron has to say. We'll also hear some reader mail, our four plus one segment. I'm going to have a new segment called Horsin' Around, and at the very, very end, an original holiday song. Thanks so much for being with us on the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Please subscribe and maybe even comment on iTunes if you're so inclined. You know how to find us on Instagram and Twitter, Good Stuff Pod. You can reach us on email, goodstuffpod at gmail.com, and of course our website, goodstuffpod.com. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Talk to you at the end of the show. Good stuff. We are on the line with Aaron Gleason. Hi, Aaron. How are you? Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, this is amazing. A real, real guest that's not my kid. I'm honored that he would be with <laughs> us today. Um, so I, I have some questions for you that I know is going to really help our Good Stuff Kids audience really, really make some good food type of decisions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a very well-known food photographer. What do you think is the coolest thing about taking pictures of food? Well, I think it's definitely that you get to eat it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's the oh, best part. <laughs> I think that's the only answer. <laughs> uh, I know awesome. some some photographers that shoot food use funny stuff in their photos, like sometimes glue can be milk in a cereal bowl or like car motor oil might be syrup on pancakes, things to make it sort of... Um, last longer in the photo, but I don't use any of that funny stuff. I just use the real food, so I get to eat it afterwards. <laughs> right, right. No, no funny business. For no the funny feast. business. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so your blog, The Forest Feast, is a great resource for healthy vegetarian recipes with very sweet and awesome pictures and illustrations. How much of that do you do yourself? I get to do it all, which is so fun. Um, I take all the photos. I take photos at my house. I cook everything in the kitchen and then take it outside. I do all the photos um, outside, either in the shade on a sunny day or when it's foggy. It's best to shoot outside because food looks great in the fog, believe it or not, because the shadows, um, there aren't very many shadows, so that makes food look really good. And then I uh, do all the little watercolor illustrations also. Whoa. So you have all kinds of artistic skills, huh? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have two books out now, The Forest Feast and The Forest Feast Kids. I was wondering, what inspired you to create a kid's book? Well, my first book, The Forest Feast, came out in 2014, and so many people since then have been telling me that they've had fun cooking from it with their kids, 
because the book is really visual and there's not a lot of text. It's more like photos that show you how to cook a recipe and everything's really simple. Um, so it just uh, lends itself easily to families cooking together. So a lot of parents were telling me they were having fun cooking with their kids. And so we thought, uh, my publisher and I thought, why not do a kid's version of it? So the, the Forest Feast for Kids is an adaptation of the first book with some of the kid-friendly favorites from my first book, plus a bunch of new recipes and um, ideas for kids' parties where kids can cook together or um, kids or families can cook for other kids coming over, but color is sort of a theme throughout to make it a little bit more fun for, for kids and families, and everything's vegetarian, um, but if you're not vegetarian, everything works as a side that could go with whatever else you're making, and it's just simple and easy. So you're telling me it's kid-friendly favorites from the Forest Feast. Is that yeah. accurate? Yes. Half <laughs> half is half is stuff that was in the first book, and then half of the material is brand new. Well, there's some amazing photos in the Forest Feast Kids book. Um, there's one particular small person in there that bears a striking resemblance to you. Is that? <laughs> can you say a word about that? Yeah. So we have a little baby. Actually, he's not so little anymore. He's one and a half, Ezra. And um, about the time that I was working on this book is when Ezra was born. So also just, you know, having a baby inspired me to write a kid's book and I'm starting to think a lot about how important it is and how hard it is to get your kids to eat vegetables. So that was all sort of part of my thinking also. Nice. Um, uh, so I have three fancy cooking words that I need you to define. Are you uh, ready for this? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The first one is crudité. Oh, crudité. Yeah. So crudité is just chopped up raw veggies like carrots and celery to go with whatever else you're eating. So often, you know, you have it with like a dip or, um, you know, like as an appetizer, but it just means um, chopped up raw veggies. Nice. That's that's the first one. So okay. these are going to get progressively harder. Okay. The second one is saute. Oh, saute. Um, this is a word that means to put those chopped up vegetables <laughs> in a pan and cook them. So just oh. sort of lightly cooking or, you know, it could refer to anything in the pan, but cooking something in a pan. Okay. I think that's awesome. what saute means, probably with a little butter or olive oil. And then the <laughs> hardest one, the hardest one yet flambe oh flambe that's a hard one um and and something fancy that i don't think i've ever done and it it means that you um add alcohol some type of alcohol to a pan to create a big flame that will quickly sort of um caramelize something like bananas there's a um a dessert called bananas foster and they use this technique called flambe which um, they'll often do at restaurants in front of you. They'll bring it out and do like a big flame presentation on the bananas before they they plate it. <laughs> um, I've never done this. I've seen it done. It's really fun and exciting. But well, it sounds like the forest feast flambe is. <laughs> yeah, next. You, you don't want too many uh, flames when you live in a cabin in the forest. <laughs> fair, totally fair. Oh, uh, one word that was just brought to my attention by my on-site producer. How about sorbet? Oh, sorbet. I like the rhyming effect we have going. Um, sorbet is a fruity ice cream that I don't think has dairy in it. So it's great if you're vegan or dairy-free, but it's usually just a fruit 
type ice cream, right? Nice. Yeah, I think <laughs> I that's right. Sorbet. I love I mango sorbet. Nice, tasty. <laughs> okay, now we're going to play a game okay. called What's Fancier? I will give you, you two items and you tell me which of them is fancier. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, scrambled eggs or fried eggs? Oh, man. I feel like fried eggs are fancier. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> a bagel with lox or eggs benedict? Oh, man, lox. Lox because it's lox? Yeah, it just sounds yeah. fancy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this one's going to be hard based on fancy sounds. Okay. Frittata or crudo? Oh, man, crudo, I would say, is definitely fancier. Okay, okay. <laughs> David Wright or Kristaps Porzingis? <laughs> Uh, David Wright. David Wright. He's my David favorite. Wright. Okay, great. Um, now, this is a true or false question. Okay. Are nachos the world's perfect food? Mm, I would have to say yes. A little creamy, a little crunchy, a little salty. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, and then I asked a question of our listeners last week that was, which vegetable is the best? So if you had to answer which vegetable is the very, very best which do you think it is? Oh, my gosh. Well, best could mean so many things. It's like best, does it mean tastiest? Or best, oh. does it mean like gives you the most nutrients? Um, or uh, like best to call kale? Right. Or, well, so it, I guess like overall, be, like if this were a movie and it was going to win the Academy Award for Best mm -hmm. Picture, like can do all of these amazing things, what would be the best vegetable? Oh my gosh. How about, this is really simple, but maybe an onion. An onion. Yeah, because yeah. it's so adaptable and it goes in so many things and it can yeah. become a lot of different flavors. A lot, lot of layers. A lot of layers. A lot, a lot of, of layers. Large flavor profile, if <laughs> oh. you will. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, Aaron, thank you tons for your time. Um, how can people find you? You can find me online at theforestfeast.com or on social at theforestfeast. Forest with one R. Nice. Forest with one R, folks. You heard it here first. Um, Aaron, thank you so much for being the first non-family guest on the Good Stuff Kids podcast. This was definitely the good stuff. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. And we're back with four plus one. That's right. The top four most requested songs by my kids in our Toyota Sienna. And then the plus one, which is one of my favorite songs that I try to get my kids to listen to. Coming in at number four this week is Moose on the Loose by Ozo Motley. Moose on the Loose is a pretty amazing song. Very driving beat. The kids really love singing along with the chorus, and especially when they talk about the River Nile. That is a favorite of my daughter. Coming in number three, a repeat from last week is Mikey Won't. Again, My Rebellious Kids really, really resonate with this song. Number two is an all-time classic, Peaches by the Presidents of the United States of America. Let me just tell you, there is nothing more adorable than a two-and-a-half-year-old singing, Moving to the Country, Gonna Eat a Lot of Peaches. 
And number one for the second straight week is Don't Leave Me by Vered. I think that my kids really, really, really love Vered's voice and her guitar playing. It's very simple to follow. Hopefully we'll have Vered on an upcoming episode of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. And then our plus one, one of my favorite songs. It's Ever Loved Once by Blitz and Trapper from the album Seven. And just listen to it. And when those drums kick in, whoo-wee. You can find all of these songs at goodstuffpod.com and our 4 Plus 1 playlist that will be posted when this episode is live. These songs are all available on Spotify or iTunes, however you get your music. Support these artists. Horsing around with Zachy and Eliza. Have you guys ever been on a horsey ride? No. No. Do you think it's easy to ride a horse or hard to ride a horse? How to ride a horse. Eliza, why do you think it's hard? I mean, easy. Because. Because they're big? Because big horses go really fast. Oh my goodness, they really do. Do you know what it's called when a horse runs really fast? Galloping. That's right. Zachy, do you think you want to ride a horse? No. You don't think so? I love to ride a horse. You love to ride a horse, Eliza? I want to ride it. How old do you think you're going to be when you ride a horse for the first Mm. time? This age. This age? And what is this age? Four and a half. Four and a half. And so... So, Zachy, you think you're never going to ride a horse? Yeah, because I want to, and I think horses are not... I think horses... I think... I don't like, like riding animals. How do you know? Because I don't like riding animals. Have you, have you ever ridden an animal before? No, and I don't want to. Well, so I guess the, the question then is, how do you know if you don't like something if you've never tried has. it? You have? What what animal have you ridden? Horse. What? Hold on a second. You just said you've never ridden an animal before. You've never ridden a horse, but then you have ridden a horse? Yeah, because I forgot. When? Um, when I was two years old. When you were two years old? Do you remember the horse's name? No. No. Eliza. Mm-hmm. Do you think... I was in the Kentucky Derby. You were in the Kentucky Derby? Just kidding, I'm not. <laughs> Eliza, do you think you will ride a horse before you're seven years old? Yeah? Okay. Cool. Well, I hope so, too. That would be really fun to try. This mm-hmm. has been... This has been Horsin' Around with Zachy... Eliza and Daddy. Well, that's going to do it for episode four of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Here's a little reader mail. Last week we asked, what was the best vegetable? And we asked Erin Gleason, who's an expert in all things vegetable, and she said an onion. But Lila, who's age seven, said basil, and Ian, age five, said carrots. Eleanor, who's age three, said green beans. And Brett, who's age 37, just sent me a whole bunch of letters that didn't make any sense. Thanks so much to all of my listeners for sending in uh, great responses to the question of the best vegetable of the week. The next question 
is for next week. Popcorn, hot dogs, or pizza? Popcorn, hot dogs, or pizza? Let me know. Send me a message. Thanks for listening to episode four of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Very special thank you to Josh MB, our technical producer, to Mrs. Good Stuff, to Josh the lawyer for not getting sick this week. And of course, our very, very special first guest ever that was not a member of my family, Erin Gleason, the Forest Feast. Find her. Find her. Like her. Find her and like her. She is an exceptional, exceptional artist. Thanks a lot to you for being a supporter of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Please like us, subscribe on iTunes, comment. means a lot. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Good stuff. Yeah.